Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Monday. Last week, we wrapped up the end of Paul's trial, and now he's on his way to Rome. And I'll be honest with you, today's scripture reading is a little bit dry as we're kind of following his progression as he's sailing on his way to Rome, making different stops along the way. So some of this may not make a lot of sense unless you're looking at a map, but know that he is moving across the Mediterranean from the area of Israel over past modern-day Turkey and Greece all the way over to Rome in Italy. So we're going to kind of speed through this a little bit and still see some of Paul's boldness even when he is imprisoned. So let's dive into Acts chapter 27, verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. And when it was decided that we should set sail for Italy, notice the we. Again, Luke is likely with Paul on this part of his journey. They delivered Paul and some other prisoners to a centurion of the Augustan cohort named Julius. So Julius is the one who is kind of going to be in charge of this journey and in charge of Paul along the way. And embarking in a ship of the Adramidium, which was to set sail to the ports along the coast of Asia, we put to sea, accompanied by Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. And Aristarchus we've actually seen in the past as one of Paul's companions, so he is with as well. The next day we put in at Sidon, which is in modern-day Lebanon. And Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him leave to go to his friends and be cared for. Now, isn't that amazing? That Paul, even as he's imprisoned and traveling to appeal to Caesar, this centurion Julius shows him grace, shows him mercy, and allows him to take a leave and go spend some time with his friends. Go be cared for by his friends. Go have fellowship with his friends. And putting out to sea from there, we sailed under the lee of Cyprus with the protection of the island because the winds were against us. And when we had sailed across the open sea along the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we then came to Myra in Lycia. There the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing for Italy and put us on board. So now this kind centurion is leaving them in the area of Lycia, which is modern-day Turkey, and sending them on another ship that is on the way to Italy. We sailed slowly for a number of days and arrived with difficulty off Sinaitis. And as the wind did not allow us to go farther, we sailed under the lee of Crete off Salome, again under the protection of these islands because the wind was against them. Coasting along it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fair Havens, near which was the city of Lycia. Since much time had passed, and the voyage was now dangerous because even the fast was already over, and this was showing the time of year, I believe it's talking about the Day of Atonement in the fall time, and apparently the sea got more dangerous at this time of year. 
Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo in the ship, but also of our lives. So we see Paul, even though he is imprisoned, is still showing a discerning mind and also the boldness to speak up about it. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. Which, of course, makes sense. He's paying more attention to the person driving the ship, the person owning the ship, as opposed to the prisoner on the ship. But unfortunately, as we're going to see, that may not have been the wisest choice. And because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there. And on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. And as we go through this week, we're going to see a storm that blows in. But let's look today at Paul Yes, he's in prison, but he's being shown grace and mercy. And we thank the Lord that he was present and he was giving him these gifts even as he was in prison. But Paul, even though he was in an unpleasant circumstance, he never stopped being discerning and being bold. And may we do the same thing in our lives when we see something that is not right. May we constantly be asking the Lord for discernment and wisdom, and may we speak up about it as much as we're able to in a loving and respectful way. So be on the lookout, my friends, in your lives, be talking to God, and be looking for ways that you can boldly speak up. Maybe it's with a new idea. Maybe it's with a warning that something could go bad (laughs) and wanting to be prepared in the case of that. Maybe it's standing up for the truth. Whatever it is, I'd invite you to boldly go into this week, speaking the truth and using your unique voice. And I will see you tomorrow morning.